y'all. Welcome to Empower House Life Coaching, the podcast. My name is Amanda Escobedo. I'm your life coach pro, conscious design expert, master of removing mental blockers and upgrading your thoughts. I'm the founder of Empower House Life Coaching, and I'm your host. Welcome to episode 15. Per usual, I've got a burning question for you. And my burning question is, do you believe you can do what you love and get paid to do it? Do you believe you have the power to create your own freedom? Now, how you answer this question determines your outcome. And the outcome is you're living a fulfilled and financially free life or you're not. (laughs) But actually, I don't really care how you answer the questions because you have the power to change your answer at any time. In turn, change your result. Now, if you said, Amanda, no, this is not a possibility for me. It's not possible for me to do what I love and make money. Or maybe you answered, maybe it's a possibility. Or you said yes with the question mark. (laughs) For the duration of this podcast, I'm going to need you all to change those answers. And I'm going to need you to change your answer to a heck yes. This is a possibility for me. Why? Because believing is the key to your success. And actually, it's the first step to the process. Nelson Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. Now, the focus of today's podcast is to provide you with some strategies that will help you create the life of your dreams. But it's a process, a creative process that takes time. Now, if you've been following my story and this podcast, by now you know I worked in HR for 10 years, and when I found the life coaching world, it was all an accident. I was frustrated at the job I was in because they were doing illegal things, and I was being challenged ethically as an HR partner. Every morning, I felt like I was banging my head against the wall, just asking myself, is this as good as it gets? It can't be. (laughs) I couldn't imagine myself doing this job or honestly HR for the rest of my life. I did used to love HR, but there hit a point where I started to feel like my time in this work had exhausted, but I didn't know what a change looked like. And then when I discovered life coaching, everything about this industry just completely pulled on my truth strings. I didn't even know I had truth strings, but I had this aha moment like, OMG, this is what I'm supposed to be doing for my next life chapter. But big butt. (laughs) Immediately, all the excuses started to surface why this was not a possibility for me. I remember talking about life coaching with a friend and saying, you know, I can't switch careers. And she said, why not? I said, well, I don't know how to. She said, why can't you figure it out? I said, well, I can't start over. And she said, why can't you? I said, well, I don't know how to start my own business. And she said, why can't you figure it out? (laughs) I said, well, I don't have experience with building a business. And she said, can't you get the experience? And all of her questions just stumped me. They challenged me. And when I went home, I really sat with myself and thought about the conversation and was like, why can't I? Her questions opened up a corner of my mind. She opened up a new possibility that I had never thought before. And I started to believe, well, maybe, maybe this was a possibility for me. And at the time I got another HR job (laughs) and I told myself, 
I was going to figure out this life coach thing while I was working at this new job. But what I found instead was I was stalling. The new job I got hired for ended up taking more time and energy than the last job. And I also found myself just getting stuck on needing to have the most perfect plan in order for me to take action. Now, what the Clarity Catalyst program taught me, which is a Stanford University mindset program, is that the creative process requires you to hold on to your idea, the what, but to let go of attachment, meaning let go of how the idea comes into fruition. And it's not a straight line. The how is a process. It's a big experiment. You don't know what you don't know. And it requires action for you to get answers, to get results. And some of the results, they're failures. But you go back to the drawing board and try again. Now, I like to imagine myself as a scientist. And every day, I go into the lab to study my business. As a scientist, nothing is bad and nothing is good. It just is. And as a scientist, I'm super curious. I have detachment from what I'm observing. I'm super intrigued to learn what worked and what didn't work and try again. I have great persistence and obsession and a passion for what I'm doing. And to me, the passion feeds into believing the idea is a possibility. Now, when I finally believed that starting my own business was a possibility for me, that was the game changer for me. But my belief took time to transform, to be honest. I really had to sit with myself and unpack why living on my own terms, creating my freedom, the life of my dreams was not a possibility for me. Through journaling, connecting with allies, working with the coach, I finally got clarity that it was all fear and limiting beliefs. And when I finally learned I could transform my belief system and give discouraging emotions like fear just a voice and not a vote to my life, wow, (laughs) I gained so much power, control, and confidence. Clarity hit me like a ton of bricks. I started to see what a future me looked like. I started to see clearly how I was supposed to show up in the world and add value. I started to see more clearly that, you know, what actually inspires me, what feeds me, what makes me feel alive is change, transformation, evolution, and growth, especially my own. And I discovered, you know, my purpose in life is to help others unlock their greatest gifts and to inspire them to share them with the world, to live a life of purpose. I felt so much power in having this clarity. Now, creating the life of your dreams, it's not easy. Again, it's a creative process. But I believe once you know what the creative process looks like and you have the strategies to help you take your idea to fruition, it becomes easier. Before I review the creative process, what that looks like, it's important to share the misconception of the creative process first. Most people believe it's a great idea to success, that the path is a straight line, which can be super discouraging, especially when we see successful people out in the world. We like to believe that they just got lucky and they were an overnight success, but you don't actually know their journey and how they got there. Think of Elon Musk and Tesla. In 2021, Tesla's net worth was worth over a trillion dollars, but Tesla didn't just show up like that. When it got started, there were a ton of trial and errors. Elon was one month away from going bankrupt when it was still trying to figure out how to mass produce the Model 3 electric sedan. 
According to Elon, the Model 3 ramp was extremely stressful and painful for a long time. From mid-2017 to mid-2019, production and logistics were hell. (laughs) Again, if we go back to the creative process, people, it requires you to hold on to the what, the idea, but to let go of attachment, the how. It's all an experiment. And for Elon, that experiment was a two-year process. So the actual creative process, if we go to what that actually looks like, it's a map that includes six phases to it. So let's get into these different phases or stages. So if we start with stage one of the creative process, that is preparation. This is where initially you have all the confidence. Your vision seems doable. You might even begin your approach. Maybe you gather info, do an analysis, and you think you can go from great idea to success, right? Sound familiar? And for me, my great idea was to be a coach, a life coach. I thought I was going to get my certification and boom, I'd have clients to coach, which then brought me to stage two of the creative process. Things didn't go as planned. There are unexpected challenges. You hit the brick wall of frustration. And for me, I quickly learned that clients don't just show up at your door. (laughs) I had to learn how to market myself, articulate my services. I had to learn how to sell. I didn't have selling skills. This is when 99% of the people, they go home. They say, oh, I don't have the money to do this project, so I'm just not going to do it. Or I don't have the skills to do this, so I just won't do it. But If you stay with the process, this is where your true creativity sets off. It brings you to a higher level of creativity because it requires you to tap further into your creative reserve. Now, when people give up on their idea, this is usually, it usually happens during the brick wall of frustration, which is stage two. But because you're listening to this podcast, you now know and can recognize when you hit the brick wall, It's part of the creative process and appreciate what's on the other side. You can now pat yourself on the back when you hit that brick wall and say, oh yeah, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm in stage two of the creative process. Awesome. (laughs) And stage two is where you let go of expectations. You let go of the how you thought it was going to happen. Let go of judgments of yourself and others involved. But you hold on to the what. Don't throw your idea into the garbage. Instead, go to stage three, which is incubation. Now, this is where you just back off temporarily. Let it go. But the issue is still percolating in the back of your mind. This time of incubation will give you some space and allow for you to get over your feelings of frustration. Incubation, it gets you ready to come back in and start to strategize, allowing you to figure out how to get over the brick wall of frustration, uh, which is stage four, implementing new strategies. Now, I'm going to share some strategies that will help you get some creative juices flowing in a minute, but have you ever racked your brain around the name of a restaurant to give to a friend, but you couldn't think of it? But then all of a sudden, when you were relaxing or on a run or a walk, and then you were like, it was Buca de Peppo. And then you call your friend and you're like, I remember the restaurant. It was Buca de Peppo. Now, this happens when you're not racking your brain around searching for the solutions. And after you've executed on a few strategies, which is what I'll give you in a minute, you will then be brought to stage five, which is illumination. Illumination is where you have a breakthrough because you've now figured out how to get over the brick wall of frustration. 
Many people think it comes out of nowhere, but the preparation, the incubation strategies are actually what have enabled a breakthrough. Now, for me, another great idea I had was adding group coaching to my services. Initially, it overwhelmed me to think of all the steps I had to research in order to create a successful group coaching curriculum or program. But my aha moment was when I found this transformational, already made Stanford University Mindset Group Coaching Program. This program gave me the presentations, the email sequences, the self-coaching tools, the templates, and not just for adults. They gave it to me for teens and corporations. Now, don't get me wrong. I had some brick wall of frustrations before this program fell into my lap when I was trying to figure out how to do group coaching. I even had brick walls of frustration after graduating from the program, but I kept my persistence, my resilience, my willpower to figure it out. And now I'm in corporations with the Stanford Mindset Program, which brings me to the final stage of the creative process, verification. Stage five is verification when you take your great idea into the real world. You're sharing and testing it and making it a contribution. Think of Amazon when it started. They did, They first started, they only sold books. They didn't start as a big monster company. They had phases they took out into the world, trialed, came back, course correct, and scaled after they implemented their learnings. So this is what it's really about. This is what it takes to create the life of your dreams. You must hold on to the vision for yourself. Hold on to the idea that you can either find a fulfilling job or you can create a fulfilling career that pays enough for you to have financial freedom. Now, it may not be obvious for you. It may take research. It may take you applying and accepting an offer to a job to see if it will be fulfilling. And if it doesn't work out, you know that you would then go into stage three of the process. Once you hit that brick wall of frustration, incubate for a bit, right? Try new strategies. Tap into your creative well. Now, I keep talking about these strategies, but what are they? Well, if we go back to the creative process, the six phases, you have phase one preparation. This is where you fully believe in the idea that you have. So for you creating the life of your dreams, we believe this is possible for you. And so you may even start to initiate the process, but then you go to stage two, brick wall of frustration. Things haven't gone as planned. You're not finding a fulfilling job or career. You went to a job you thought would be fulfilling. It sucks, (laughs) which then brings you to stage three. You take a step back, you incubate, you let the idea percolate. And then after your frustrations have died down, you apply new strategies. And now you may go through stage two, three, and four quite a few times. You may go from brick wall of frustration to incubate to strategies to brick wall of frustration to incubate to strategies quite a few years even. Everybody's different. Everyone's on their journey. But with time, you will eventually stay with stage five, which is illumination, the breakthrough. And then phase six, where you're in the real world, your book is on the shelf, your business has been launched. Now, the strategies to support you, which is stage three of the creative process or model, are as follows. So after you've hit that brick wall of frustration and then you incubate, you want to go back to one of these three strategies. So one option for you is intellect. That means maybe writing out a pros and cons list. Now, if I were thinking about pivoting out of HR, I might make a pros and cons list and map out what I liked about this career and what I did not, what I liked and what I'd like to see different next time. 
Another intellect example might be an analysis. So if I'm looking for financial freedom, I might make a plan of what kind of life I want to live and how much that may cost to live. For one person, maybe that's only $150,000 to create that financial freedom. For another person, maybe that's a million dollars a year. For another person, maybe that's $10 million. Another intellect idea could be brainstorming. Have a brainstorming session with yourself. And so maybe brainstorm different careers, jobs, or industries that seem fun for you, that seem to pick your interest, or have missions that align with your personal mission. So those are examples of intellect. Strategy one, intellect. Now, strategy two is do something physical. Go for a walk, go for a run, do some yoga, You know, moving helps to relax and distress you and it helps you let go of your expectations, your judgments and allows for new thoughts, uh, creative downloads to happen. And then similarly, strategy three is do something spiritual. So this could be a meditation. This could be a journaling practice. This could be a visualization. This could be tapping into your inner guide. So again, after you hit that brick wall of frustration, then you incubate for a bit. You let that frustration die down either do strategy one intellect strategy two go do something physical strategy three is do something spiritual and you would be amazed with the new ideas that come through that help you get over the brick wall of frustration now again these three strategies to help you intellect exercise and spiritual now if the new idea that you go and try out from these strategies does not work and you hit the brick wall of frustration incubate Give time for your frustration to die down, let go of expectations, let go of judgments, and then go back to the drawing board and try these strategies again. My friends, if you've been waking up for the past however many years, banging your head against the wall saying, is this as good as it gets? (laughs) This cannot be all that life is. Let me answer that for you. No, it's not. You're not meant to be in an unfulfilling job. You're meant to use your innate gifts, share them with the world, have a sense of purpose. And yes, you can impact the world and make an income at the same time. It is possible. You just have to hold on to the idea and experiment with the how. It's a creative process. I believe your desires are a compass to your purpose. Right now, you're being called to do something more. Your calling is not just a silly dream and it will not go away. And if you don't answer your call, you may start to avoid it. If you start to avoid it, what will likely happen is new compulsions will form. Like overeating, overdrinking, binge watching Netflix, overworking, over anything is a great sign that there's an area of your life which needs to be expressed. And if you're getting the call, it's time for you to stop suppressing what you're feeling. Doing what you love is no longer just advice anymore, people. The time is now for you to unlock your purpose, maximize your impact in the world, and get paid for it. Now, if you don't have clarity on what that is, or you're lacking a vision for yourself, or if you're getting stuck on how to make this vision come to fruition, then I'd like to invite you to the Clarity Catalyst group coaching program for business leaders who are ready to create a purposeful second career. Now, this powerful, life-shifting, eight-week self-discovery course is based on a Stanford University master's degree mindset program. Dr. Michael Ray, he is the creator of this program and he developed it in 1979 because he saw his business students graduating, getting high paying jobs. They got those fancy job titles, but they were thinking linearly. They were unfulfilled and they were stressed. (laughs) 
With a focus on advancing innovation and developing generative leadership, Dr. Michael Ray created this profound program in mindfulness and emotional intelligence, which has since revolutionized the art of success. Now, if you decide to join this inspiring group of high-achieving, purpose-driven professionals following your eight weeks, you will have more clarity on who you are, what you want, and how to create it. As a result, your self-confidence and awareness and sense of direction will increase exponentially. The next cohort for this program launches Monday, March 14th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. To learn more about this program, visit www.empowerhousecoaching.co slash purpose. Once again, www.empowerhousecoaching.co slash purpose. Now, if you found value in this episode, please give the gift of sharing information and share this podcast with three people in your network. Please share this with someone in your network that's unfulfilled in their job, that wants to figure out how to share their innate gifts and make money while doing it, or with someone who's having trouble reigniting their passion in what they're already doing. All right, folks, I just talked your head off. (laughs) I'm Amanda Escobedo. You've been listening to Empower House Life Coaching, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and review this podcast. Join me next time in another conversation about removing your mental blockers, unlocking your potential, and elevating you to new heights. Thank you for listening.